Hey everybody, it's Zach and Danny from Focus Results, and this is our third podcast, um, and today uh, we're going to talk a little bit about nutrition. Yay! <laughs> Danny's favorite topic. All right, so um, we, we really want to address some very important things that we feel like we want to get across about nutrition. However, we do want to make it um, make people aware that we are not uh, licensed nutritionists, uh, registered dietitians, I should say, um, and we want to make sure that um, you know if you have a serious condition that you should consult a doctor. Absolutely. And that being said, I know Zach is going to tell you a lot of great things about nutrition as well as his background and why he knows a thing or two. And I would like to offer to this conversation the psychosomatic component and how our exercise, our mindset has so much to do um, with that healthy eating lifestyle. So sit back and enjoy. Thank you for listening to the Ignite Your Fire podcast. I wanted to remind everybody at Focus Results, we do have nutrition coaching and counseling. So if this is something that you'd like to participate in, talk to one of your trainers or give us a call. You can also reach out to us at results at fitwithfr.com and we are happy to talk to you about your own nutritional needs. Now let's get back to our latest episode of Ignite Your Fire. Hey everybody, uh, we're so excited today to be able to bring some information to you about nutrition and I know, I know, I know that this is such a daunting task for a lot of people and you may want to turn off your headphones right now or whatever you're listening on uh, because you may not want to hear me talk to you about nutrition but I'm here to tell you it's not as hard as you're making it (laughs) so um, and I, I truly believe that much of what we do comes back to habits and so many times we are so focused in on the next fad diet the next big thing Um, and we are so focused in on the wrong things about nutrition and not the things that are in our control and there's a lot of things that are in our control and um, having Danny here on on this podcast with me and and our you know our whole mission is to um, be able to maybe change perspective on what you're looking at She's really, really wonderful, obviously, on mindset, and that is such a huge part of nutrition. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, um, serve that one right up for you. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, I've been teaching yoga and meditation for um, about eight years now, and all I can say to, to my quote-unquote expertise would be that I have a personal story with things like um, weight, with anxiety, with depression, and all of these things play into one another. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to offer some information that may be relatable to a lot of our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, the one thing is, is that we all have, have a story and a history. And I have been now working specifically with nutrition clients uh, for the last four years. Um, but I've also been within personal training and fitness uh, and wellness um, for 15 years. And I think when you're talking about um, nutrition and, and working uh, with people, you have to take into account their history. Um, we all have a story. And so many times uh, a trainer or somebody uh, that is your friend tries to put their story on you. Mm-hmm. And so we start to believe whatever it is that they believe. 
and it may simply just not work for you. Um, and there might be so many different factors that go into that. And it's something that you should pay attention to because if the latest fad diet's not working because you feel like crap, then don't do it. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, it really, it's as simple as that. Um, focus in on, I'm a huge believer in like small details and focusing in on those small details to be able to create a successful environment. And that all starts back to a lot of things that are ingrained uh, in us being human, um, ingrained in us from a family perspective, some, some stuff that we've learned over years and years and years. And even though it may seem easy to work on these, uh, these habits and these things, it's stuff that you're always gonna gravitate back towards. So, it's really important to notice those things and pay attention to what you're feeling and thinking and then try to make a change. And sometimes our bodies like totally throw us into the wrong spot, right? Like, oh man, I really want that pizza. That sounds so good. And it really doesn't. You know, honestly, I've worked with so many different people and people who are super fit and who doesn't like pizza? I like pizza. <laughs> I would, you know, I would love to have it all the time, but it may not be necessarily uh, the right thing for me. Um, and if you pay attention to those body cues, your body will tell you what you need and really what you want. Because if your body's feeling primed and energized and ready to take on the day, a lot of that comes back to nutrition. So with Danny's perception or perspective, I should say, on nutrition uh, or, and meditation, I think that comes in a huge role or a huge uh, role in what we're trying to accomplish when it comes to nutrition. Absolutely. And to go off of that, I, when it comes to nutrition, you know, I think a lot of times with these, these fad diets, we think, um, what foods do we need to stay away from? What foods do we need to cut out? And there's also the flip side of that where it's, what foods do we need? What nutrients are we missing? Um, and that's, that's one of the things I really loved about school. So I have my bachelor's degree in biology and understanding on a cellular level what we need in order to function at an optimal level. There's so many nutrients and we can get a lot of these from the foods that we choose to eat. So that's why like, you know, when you hear the term of like, oh, at moderation, if you're gonna eat you know, McDonald's or what, whatever comes to mind that would otherwise make you feel guilty, it's like, oh, if it's in moderation or, or just these things that you should normally stay away from. Well, the idea is that if you were to live off of nothing but um, nutrient poor food, your body is going to react to that. And, and as well as your gut, there's such a huge connection between your gut and your brain. So what you're feeding yourself a lot of times is dictating how you are feeling. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I, I know many of you listening probably know my, my story from the, even the last year and a half. But, um, you know, I was diagnosed with rectal cancer um, in March of 2019 and had to go through two surgeries and, and come back. And, you know, I went from honestly having a, a gut of steel where I could eat whatever I wanted and never really like physically feel the effects of it. I probably felt it from a, a fatigue or brain fog perspective, but as far as like a stomach perspective, I never really felt uh, that uh, any issues. Um, so then having the two surgeries and then, um, 
I had a, a bout with hepatitis A because we were going to go celebrate uh, and had, you know, had a, a bad situation at a restaurant which wanted me, landed me back in the hospital. And it's like that gut takes a huge beating. And so I've become hyper aware and hypersensitive to how food really affects the way that you feel. It doesn't mean that when I was pre all of this, pre 2019, my body wasn't feeling it. I just wasn't paying attention. Now it's like in your face, right? Like it's in your face. Like I can't get away from it. So it's like if I have a, a pizza, it's like my body's like, heck no, you're not having a pizza. <laughs> you know, like, and so it's one of those things where like I'm just hyper aware and hypersensitive. Um, but it also gives you a chance to like opportunity comes from that. Like I was given a chance to be able to explore my body uh, and my gut health, like most people will probably never have the opportunity to, um, because most of us just push it to the back. We just push uh, the feeling of not feeling well to the back. We we think brain fog is just a common thing that we should have, versus like, well, maybe it's my nutrition, mm -hmm. and it doesn't take a whole lot. Sometimes people are like, oh, I eat really well, and it's most of the time. Well, sometimes like if something's really reactive to you you can feel it um, just from a little bit of it. And so it's like, you should really pay, pay attention to how your body feels on certain foods. If you notice that you're having uh, a couple glasses of red wine in the night, and yeah, that's, you know, for some people, that's not a lot of wine. Some, some of us, that's a ton of wine. And for some of us, it's a very little amount of wine, right? It's all individualized. But if you're having like two glasses of red wine a night and you're not getting a whole lot of sleep, you're waking up a little bit tired, even though you think you slept like a rock, maybe your partner would tell you that you were tossing and turning all night. Maybe you really weren't getting the sleep that you thought you were. And then brain fog happens and the next day is just not as energetic. And maybe you're just not enjoying that next day as much as you would if you didn't have the two glasses of red wine. Now there are times, don't get me wrong, there are times where you should have fun and enjoy life and it might make sense to have whatever it is that makes you feel bad. But if you never know what makes you feel bad, if you're going through life blindly, probably with whatever, I mean, this is, we're talking nutrition now, mm -hmm. but I guarantee like we kind of go through life blindly sometimes just in general. Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time, right? We're all sleepwalking. Yeah, the sleepwalking, yeah. right? Like, but if you actually bring yourself <laughs> some awareness to like how your food's affecting yourself, then you can make a conscious choice on if it's something that you want or if it's something that you actually need. Um, you know, sometimes, and this probably goes a little bit more of the meditative side, I get people that'll ask me about um, intermittent fasting. The thing that I find so fascinating about intermittent fasting, um, some of the health benefits and studies aside, um, is that it really brings attention to the difference between want and need. Mm -hmm. And you start to pay attention to all the different things around you. When I've intermittent fasted before or full day fasted before, it's like you'll pay attention to the different scents that come like from all angles when I walk outside of my, my fitness studio. Like I'll smell like the taco place way more than I would nor on a normal day, right? Like I'll um, smell like somebody's grill from like five miles away, right? And it's like, but it, you're paying attention to those, those, those things or you might see a commercial on the TV and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm starving right now. And it's just because you're fasting, your body's like, I need something, I need something. But what I really like about it is, is it gives you this hypersensitivity or hyper awareness 
to your surroundings so that way when you go through a normal day where you're normally eating then you're really aware of like oh man like i'm just going after that candy jar because i really want it versus i need it so now i have to make a decision on do i want this or and, and am i going to pay attention to what it's going to do to my body or is this just something that i'm you know that i actually need I absolutely agree, and you know, there's also the case of eating out of boredom. Oh man, <laughs> I'm so guilty of this, and I, I have an extremely like hyperactive metabolism. Yeah. So I mean, I love this because my mom will joke around, and she's like, I could smell McDonald's around the corner and gain five pounds. Yeah, <laughs> and I could eat it, you know, for a week, and it wouldn't show a single ounce. But but that's that's one of the things that I'd also really like to touch on is is body positivity and also like finding a way of um, enacting self-love because yeah. if we're really gonna find like these life-changing styles styles of living basically uh, there's got to be love in there somewhere right totally. like and, and for me I, I can't tell you how many times I have had the unfortunate experience of someone making um, really harsh comments to me about my weight because I am very petite um, and so they there would be you know heart just hurtful words like oh you need to eat a cheeseburger oh, or just you know it's it goes much deeper than that but my point here is that it got to a point for me where I was I was then worried about my image where I was I was concerned that I looked ill or sickly and so even though people are like oh you're so skinny you're so healthy you you could be skinny but really unhealthy absolutely um because if you're not eating the nutrients that are good for you like that's one thing right like i could be filling up on junk food and it would never show but to you you think that i'm healthy when really i'm so deprived of all these nutrients um and and for people that are really petite sometimes we're doing everything we can just to gain those extra five pounds <laughs> just as desperately as some people on the other side of the scale are desperately trying to lose the five pounds um, so just to be more mindful of this beautiful scale of shapes and sizes and to know that the goal is not to look like um, the models on the magazines, but to just to, to find where we feel our best from the inside out and trust that the outside will reflect that change. Yeah, and, the, and you know, on the other side of it, you know, before I got into fitness, one of the things that inspired me to get into fitness was... Um, you know, when I was a younger, uh, when I was a young kid, actually, I was heavy for myself. My family was unhealthy and I really wanted to be able to, you know, I wanted to look my best. It was all vanity driven at that age, right? Like you're a mm -hmm. teenager, you're like, oh, I just want to look so good so that I can get a girlfriend or whatever it is. Um, and you know, what happens is when, when you're, when you're at that position and maybe you're teased as a, as a young person that body image always comes back to us, right? Mm -hmm. And so like you can get fit and healthy and well and still have that body image. And so like when Danny says to like love yourself, it's like one thing that I'm always stressing to clients, um, to friends, it's like recognize that you're human, right? Like recognize that you are who you are and love yourself for that, but don't run away from it right like you're human and so it's like you have these things address them focus in on them and it's like an ongoing process like this is not me trying to preach from you saying I'm perfect this is me saying like I recognize that I have flaws and I'm gonna work on those 
And that's a really good thing to, I think, get in the habit of is just recognizing that if you gravitate or if you feel a certain way or if there's this food that pulls you to a direction or another, that's a real feeling. And if you just start to notice it and you address it, then you can make change. If you constantly just like push it off as like, I need more will, I hear that all the time. I need willpower. I need willpower, <laughs> you know? And it's like, there's not really such a thing, right? I mean, you might be able to get through it every once in a while, but we have a, a very limited amount of willpower in our bodies. Like that's just not something that we have tons stored up. So you can't just keep saying, I'm not gonna go touch that cheeseburger. But if you recognize why you're getting drawn towards that cheeseburger and you can make a conscious decision on if that's right for you or not, then it's like you're making a decision on it and you're in control versus like that food controlling you. And um, it happens to all of us. And it doesn't matter if you come, like, uh, you come across a runway model or I've worked with some bodybuilders in the past and a bodybuilder has sometimes a, the most unhealthy relationship with food. And it's one of those things where I think that weight or body image, what you look like, should just be a byproduct of just being overall healthy and well, right? If you're gonna be the best version of yourself, whatever that means for you, if nutrition is really good, then that will come across in appearance, right? You'll, you'll come towards a, a weight that's a good weight for you, right? But um, if your nutrition isn't doing really great or your overall wellness isn't there, that's also gonna come out, right? You're gonna, you might have complexion issues or you might have uh, bloat or other things like that. And so those are the things that um, sometimes we just push to the side. But if we just focus on being the best version of ourselves, nutritionally, health-wise, then you can really start to see those changes and typically people that aren't happy with that too. But it's a byproduct. Absolutely. <laughs> and it, it's like um, your mindset will start to shift too, like as your taste buds shift. I mean, first of all, being a human is so hard, you guys. Like I am 30 and so yes. now I feel sophisticated. You're so sophisticated. She's wearing glasses right now too, everybody. Just so everybody knows. I always wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> but now I just wear them better with more sophistication. There you go. <laughs> but what I've noticed is I like, you know, teaching yoga and you talking about meditation and just loving yourself, people often think that, wow, like Danny, you must have such a great relationship with yourself. And the truth is that I, I am daily working on that relationship. I'm daily working on hearing my inner child, on, on hearing what it is that, you know, my body is trying to offer up. Because first and foremost in yoga, oh man, does your body have messages for you? Mm -hmm. And if you pay attention, you'll start to know what they mean. And, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's random and you're, you're unsure of it, but if you can replace yourself, as, as Zach had mentioned, if you can just kind of like replace the attachment with observation, notice why you're craving what you're craving, and then allow yourself the peace of knowing that you are in the process of changing right because you don't just want a fab diet where all right it worked hopefully and sure. you know you lose 20 30 pounds but yeah. then what what happens then do we eventually gain it back and then shift to the next diet it has to be a life change if something's not working right now I, that means there's something in your life that's not serving you right absolutely like, so if we want to be healthy if we want to learn how to have the mindset of 
eating things that are going to be good for us, just to make it like that openly stated, I think it, a lot of it has to require our undivided attention. Like, have enough love to objectively, I mean it's subjective, I know that, but like to, to step out of yourself and just notice when these impulses arise. Example, like I, I totally struggle with a lot of things, including anxiety, um, self-doubt, all these, all these emotions and thoughts where you're like, hey, you guys, you are not really nice to my brain or my heart. Like, can you get out of here? But they, they still knock on my door every day like, hey, want to hang out? So instead of getting upset with myself that I am still having these impulses, I am still having these cravings, and I am still sometimes being pulled by them, instead of getting upset, I just notice them. Okay, you know, they showed up a lot today. I'm going to observe that and then I'm going to give myself the grace to say, hey, I am trying. I know what my goal is, and my goal is to be healthier mentally, emotionally, physically. And I think this is step one. Just notice that it comes up and give yourself the biggest hug by not disciplining yourself for how often you go there because those are deeply rooted patterns. And we're in the process of trying to excavate and process those patterns so that we can create something new and self-serving in a very healthy way. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, it's one of those things where, you know, many of us don't get the opportunity to challenge like the status quo, right? Like you just kind of go through life um, sometimes without trying to change things or make things better. And that's not like I'm not trying to bash humans, <laughs> right? Like this isn't human bashing a uh, half hour, but it's like it's just easy sometimes, easier sometimes, just to stay with whatever we've been doing for our entire lives. It's always easier. It's always easier, and it's like you know, coming back a little bit to to the like what I've dealt with with my with my nutrition over the last year. Like I, I never really would have thought this would I would have been that per, per, that person my first thirty seven years of life, right? Like mm -hmm. oh whatever. Like yes, like I notice the scale goes up if I eat something poorly. Like I want to stay in shape, so I'm gonna work out, but I didn't really understand it. And sometimes it's really frustrating and maddening when I'm going through this last year and a half because there's sometimes where I have no freaking clue what's going on. And like you could beat yourself up and you could go down like a rabbit hole of like, how can I do this better? And it's like you should just like be in tune with your body and what works well for you. And things will work so much better in your whole entire life I, I guarantee it and like I said it's not meaning you're perfect I see I'm not perfect all the time for where I'm at with my body it shows me that but some people don't see that they don't get the opportunity to see that so it's like pay attention to those cues and make changes like challenge it to see if you can feel better right um, you know if, if it feels like if you're afraid of hunger I hear that sometimes from the nutritional clients they'll come in and they'll be afraid of feeling hungry and I get that, right? Like there, there's a certain thing where some of us don't like that feeling, but it's like you, sometimes you have to challenge that, <laughs> right? Because if you just keep going along with your, the overeating patterns, then nothing's gonna change. And you're never gonna know what could happen if you just 
paid attention and, and pushed it a little bit more and challenge yourself a little bit. I guarantee you can do it. I promise you, you can do it. And I promise you, you're not going to die. Like <laughs> there's some people that think like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm going to die if I don't eat for two hours. Back up granola bar. Yeah, back up granola bar, pull it out. Like unless like um, there's something else going on physiologically, which the, there's definitely real stuff that people have to eat um, more occasionally than others. But like, you should really pay attention to like trying to push it a little bit further out or eating, you know, um, eating more consciously and not necessarily eating until you're stuffed, eating until you're 80% full. These things really help. Like when I talk to people about precision nutrition, there's really simple tactics that you can use. It's not hard. Like it's not hard. Like eat until you're 80% full. What does that mean? I'm not saying like you have to have a gauge on your body that says, oh, I'm 80% full now. Like, um, but, <laughs> but it's one of those things where like you feel like you're 80% full and you're not stuffed, right? Like paying attention and paying attention to each bite, right? How many times have you gone to a coffee shop, Danny, and just slammed a cup of coffee? I, I like to take my time with those steps. Never. Exactly. Because there's an overall experience. But so many times, like, we sit down and we're eating in our car fast, right? Inhaling like, we're inhaling yeah. your food. And it's like, enjoy it, right? Yes. Like, put on some music. Yeah. Of a, of a single bite. Yeah, put on some music. Like, have a talk with somebody. Like, go out to dinner with somebody and actually enjoy the conversation, not just inhaling your food. And then yes. pay attention to the different flavors that uh, either you, the chef, are trying to get across or that wherever you're eating is trying to get across. And, like, really, really enjoy it. Um, you know, if you think about, like, if it, have you ever put a cheese it like, on your tongue and, like, let it melt? Yes. <laughs> it's horrible. I've also <laughs> done that with 20 at one time, right? <laughs> See, that's the difference. <laughs> that's a, but if you that's actually let difference. it sit there to try to taste, it tastes like cardboard, right? I and, don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> try it <laughs> try it later <laughs> and so it's like if you just pay attention to actually how things taste it's really it's really awesome how like the complexity of a fruit that is actually you know you watch you've picked it off of a tree and you've eaten it and you see how like the apple tastes it tastes totally different than an apple that comes from the store yeah. or like you know like we love getting these farm fresh eggs up from uh, by where we live in Wisconsin and it's like the eggs are this beautiful. It's like a work of art and they taste so much different even than like the organic ones that we can get at the grocery store. And it's like just paying attention to those things can make it a whole like huge experience. And it's like you don't have to not enjoy food or not enjoy like you can see me geeking out on food right now. I love food, but it's like paying attention to what I actually really like versus just like powering down a whole box of cheese and not even thinking about it. Absolutely. I feel like I say absolutely every time. Um, but because I just am absolutely in agreement. <laughs> absolutely. <on all> <laughs> um, I have, I have a, a little meditation practice or a little meditation challenge, I should say, for, for you out there who's listening. I'm going to use the example of a potato chip. I don't know why. It's just the first thing that came to mind. I'm sure there's a deep-seated deep-seated reason for why potato chip is in my subconscious, but go with me on this. Uh, the next time that you find yourself eating a bag of chips or carrots, I don't know, chips, just chips is better. Um, <laughs> not for you, but just, I'm not going to go there. Okay, so chips, how often do you reach your hand in the bag and just pull out a single chip? You eat that chip, you enjoy it, when you're done with the chip, right? There is no trace of it. 
you take a deep breath and you're like, wow, that was really good. I'm going to have another chip. Um, and you can apply this to any type of food where it's like a quantity, ser quantity serving. Um, the reason I say that is because I, I think the, the message we're really trying to push here is mindfulness and appreciation because I will be the first to admit that I am often reaching my hand into the bag of potato chips and pulling out a handful and before I'm even done chewing I'm already eating, like reaching in for another handful because I'm just mindlessly I don't know, eating my feelings or my boredom. Um, and I, I also know that when I am when I am experiencing a great deal of anxiety or let's say a bout of depression, I lose my appetite. It's very difficult for me to eat. And and so I recognize that. And then there's the other side of the scale where sometimes that's when we really start to drive in the food intake. Um, and what I've noticed is that I can only really enjoy my food when I'm trying to align with myself in the sense of like self-love again. Like, why am I eating? Why am I eating this? This I, it, I'm enjoying this. This is my favorite food. Or I took time growing this myself. Like this summer was the first time I grew my own herbs. So rosemary and marjoram and oregano and thyme all these things and so it was so fun for me to make a breakfast meal um, or, or dinner and I ran out to my backyard and take a bunch of clippings of what I've been growing and being able to it, it was it was amazing like the flavors it was so exciting because I grew them from seeds so it's like I had this deep appreciation where there was love every day I watered them right and, and, and then I got to harvest them and eat them so it was like full circle and there was such a deep amount of gratitude for the flavors that I was experiencing yeah I think that's a really great practice um, there's so many cultures actually in the world that are very healthy and many of them will have a prayer or a saying um, that they um, that they use before they eat and the reason why they they do this is to be mindful of what they're about to eat where in a lot of American cultures here we just go to the pantry and just start grabbing at whatever we can grab yeah. and you know it can make a huge difference just in your overall health and this is such a huge topic I think nutrition is super important and we can get into the nitty-gritty of like different things um, and what's good or better for you and not so good for you um, but I think nutrition really starts here with like habits and really really starts with um, paying attention and being mindful when we eat so I, I want to um, invite you to send a message in to us. Um, you can contact us at results at fitwithfr.com. Um, you can message uh, us on Facebook or any social media platform or in the podcast. And, and let us know what you're interested in when it comes into nutrition. Or let us know what you've experienced. And if we can address it on this podcast, I think this is a huge and hugely important topic um, that is not given enough credit. People still think it's as easy as calories in, calories out. And there's there's some little bit of a truth to that, but it's so much more about what you eat and how you eat it to having overall success in your health. And so there's so many things that go into that. 
And so I really invite you to leave us a message or send us a private message on what you would like us to address. Uh, you know, um, and, and we'll do our best to try to, to answer those questions for you in the upcoming episodes. If any of this resonates with you to any degree, just reach out because that would be amazing. Because although Zach and I very much feed off of each other's banter and can just have so much fun just chit-chatting away here, um, I believe that the true reason that we have teamed up for this podcast is because we both know what it's like to experience discomfort um, and unfortunate events to some degree. And we also know what it's like to care deeply about our loved ones and about other people. And we're humans, and human being a human is difficult. So we're here to support each other. We're here to learn from you, and we want to help you learn too. And the best way to do that is to communicate. So we are so open-minded and open-hearted to anything and everything that you may want to discuss or just have a better understanding about. So your comments, um, if there's anything at all or questions, we can grow from that and we can offer you something that's more specific. And, and one thing I loved about school was, hey, don't, don't feel bad about asking a question that you think you shouldn't, you shouldn't ask because chances are there's at least three other people in the room who have the same question. So this is our podcast, right? Like if you have a question, chances are there's a lot of other people who have the same exact thought as you. Awesome. Group hug. Group hug, everybody. <laughs> All right. So um, and, until next time, we're going to sign off here today. We really appreciate you spending this time with us. Um, and until next time, stay focused. Peace out.